The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about the value of podcasts for your SEO efforts. Joining us is a very special guest, Aaron Sparks, who is the president at Site Strategics, which is an internet marketing and website development firm specializing in SEO using data and analytics to help clients develop digital strategies that show demonstrably high return on investment. And Aaron is also the host of a very popular and very useful podcast called The Edge of the Web. And today, Aaron and I are going to talk about using podcast content as an SEO strategy. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Aaron Sparks, president of Site Strategics. Aaron, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you very much, Ben. Very excited to have you here. Uh, before we got started, you were giving me the video tour of your studio. And I have to say... I'm feeling very underwhelmed with the Voices of Search podcast recording studios. I feel like I need some backlit sound deadening materials and you've got cooler headphones than me. What's it like to run, you know, the greatest SEO podcast in the world not called the Voices of Search podcast? <laughs> well, I tell you what, we appreciate the compliments. We dove into this not realizing we were actually going to build an entire studio and an entire new service area for our company. We built something that we can actually offer to the local Indianapolis businesses and be able to help them brand themselves as well. But it kind of came as a labor of love. We wanted to improve our video content from our show. Ultimately, it led to a full production studio. 
All right. So you started off with an agency model where you're doing web development and you're doing SEO there. Talk to me about why in the early days of the edge of the web, you decided that you were going to create a podcast of all things. Sure. So really, we were oriented towards local marketing. So I was running advertisement on local radio shows. And we bought a block of time to be able to just run a bit of an insight show on local air at literally 7 in the morning (laughs) on a Saturday. Because SEOs get up early because they're always working. (laughs) Exactly. It says, all right, we're hitting our demo right there. (laughs) Maybe we're capturing them after a long programming stint the night before. But we ran at it with a full goal of repurposing that content. So it wasn't really the the audience. It was a technology. We wanted to get on the best mics. We wanted to get as quality audio as possible because we saw the the growth of podcasts. And this was back in 2011. And with that, we started just immediately recording video and, and taking everything that we were getting from the studio and getting it to iTunes and the different podcast platforms. In fact, it was kind of a rarity that from the radio station that advertisers were actually asking for their MP3s. And they didn't know really why we were doing that. It's like, all right, we got to move this into the digital ecosystem. So you started off, what was that? I guess nine years ago, you said 2000 and... 2011. Yep. 2011, you started nine years ago. Podcasts were a developing medium, right? You are one of the earliest SEO podcasts that I've heard of, if not the earliest Talk to me about the growth that you've seen in the podcast industry, creating niche shows like uh, you know the edge of the web, which by niche, I mean, focused on one very specific target market, not necessarily the scope or value of the show. Absolutely. Well, we grew the show. Really, it was to educate our own clients because a lot of the technology terms and a lot of the just the concepts, if you're in the middle of a meeting, they don't get it. So it was really kind of a a wiki that we were creating so we could actually share with our clients. This is what we're talking about here. Listen to this show. And ultimately, we started to really move into not just our take on concepts or our take on different news items, but we pivoted to interviewing different guests around the world when it comes down to digital marketing. That's where our momentum started to get traction. I think that was about 5 years ago, we pivoted to that particular format And we were seeing during that period of time, just before we pivoted, an incredible explosion of interview-based podcasts, not the serial, not the insight shows. I mean, people were talking to other people. And it really demonstrated an organic, authentic type of communication, especially in the days of clickbait headlines and top 10 things that you need to do for your SEO success, right? It was actually an authentic conversation with subject matter experts that kind of led us into a lot of really good black gold type of content. So we were seeing that and we really jumped into the the lane of talking to subject matter experts and more importantly, was actually guiding us on our own education. So we were using it twofold is really doing an R&D model for ourselves and educating our own team, our own staff of what is what's cutting edge in today's digital marketing. So creating an SEO podcast was useful for you for a helping educate the team. You mentioned that you were doing it to educate your customers, but at some point you're also, I'm assuming, reaching net new leads, right? You're you're meeting new people and just putting yourself out there. 
Talk to me about the growth of the podcast. You've been doing this for a lot longer than we have. Mm-hmm. You're nine years in. You know, how do you think about what is a meaningful size for the podcast? How do you attract your audience? How do you think about marketing? Sure. So whenever we started going into the interview model, you know, immediately our downloads just spiked. We were able to achieve in one year what we were trying to do for the past four years. It was really an incredible growth. I think we had like 60, 60% growth that year alone. And we were having steady growth year after year, around 20 and 30% growth in downloads and engagements online. So it certainly does assist us in new leads and new connections with business. It also helps us in closing business here locally in Indianapolis because we are practicing what we preach with the content curation that we talk about and proffer up to our clients. So we, if you wanted to know about how we build this, I guess, content engine is uh, we'll, we'll have a show in the studio. We'll record on our cameras as well. So it's a video and audio broadcast. And then we'll actually curate all of this content, we'll run transcripts on all of this, create multiple blog articles, multiple social media posts right from the transcript itself. We're in the audio lane, we're in the video lane, we're in the content search lane, the social lane, and sometimes in the live social lane. So we're actually doing live broadcasts as well. So we're trying to hit all the consumption lanes in the new media audience, right? And it has this this interplay that one lane, the the audio lane, just wouldn't have from a compound effect. I think that's an important thing that we should double-click into, the idea that you know, from a content marketing perspective, you're able to take audio and you're taking video at the same time and you're repurposing it, you're breaking it down, you're summarizing it, and it goes into multiple channels. You're taking snippets, maybe you put them on YouTube or Instagram and video, your audio, you're repackaging, transcribing, throwing it on Twitter, Facebook, your other channels, you have your blog posts. You're going to produce a lot of content out of an individual post. Yep. Talk to me about how you think about the optimization of that content. And I guess we should break that into two pieces. One, how are you optimizing the content that you're creating from an audio or in a video perspective to show up higher in Apple iTunes App Store, YouTube's App Store? Do you think about SEO on that perspective? Yep. And then the second question I'm going to ask you, which you don't have to answer right now, is how do you think about optimizing the content you're producing out of the podcast that's more in written format. Let's start with optimizing for all of the other search engines that are not specifically Google text-based search. Very good. So on the audio side of things, because we're an SEO firm, I'll go into show prep. And we'll do a show prep about a week prior. And actually, our strategy starts earlier of who we're trying to reach as a guest, who's a subject matter expert on this, right? Because it is fueling content for our own company. So if we're trying to go after some additional digital marketing strategy terms or going after Facebook optimization, Facebook ad optimization mm-hmm. as a focus of our own ranking for our agency, and this is not always the case, but if we can dial in on some of the keyword strategy as well as common things that people are asking, and those tools are available for us everywhere to be able to do that research, I can then see, okay, what keynotes do I need to hit? What key phrases do I need to hit in different segments or during the entire interview? And not make it scripted, but if I can get a word in here, if I can string a couple 
natural sentences of some queries, right? Or questions that people ask. It's going to be organically optimized for that content that would then go into search content and social content and what have you. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, when you think of optimizing your content, I get the idea of doing some keyword research and doing some user question research about a specific topic you're going to cover. But when you're using spoken word and it's in the context of your interview, I'm not aware that Apple will essentially understand the content that is in the interview. My thought is that, and I'm using Apple as the primary example of the podcast app store. They're looking at names, show titles, there's some meta descriptions that are in there. How do you yep. think about optimizing for visibility with those parameters? Absolutely. So those, and I kind of skipped ahead there, those are the areas that we have to hit regularly. And our feed is optimized for GMB as well, but for Google Play as well as Apple. So we have dual feeds for the respective platforms. But we're putting in show content that is keyword rich. We're certainly leveraging every one of the fields that we can in that space. So it's a, as with regularity that will plug into as many fields as we can inside of the RSS to give us as much optimization as well as pulling uh, links back from the show notes, the summary, and be able to reference other episodes or back to the websites that we're trying to promote. But again, you really can't do that much in the summary area, but you do have an awful lot more, uh, awful lot more fields to optimize than we did maybe five years ago. We're still limited though. <laughs> That's one of the things there where doctors make the best patients and often SEOs do a terrible job of SEO on their own properties mm-hmm. uh, or SEO consultants. And I will, I will throw myself under the bus here with the Voices of Search podcast. You know, We are winging it for the most part, thinking about what our titles should be. And we're not doing the same amount of keyword research we would be had we been creating an enterprise level blog. And so, you know, we are a high volume shooter, let's call it. Yeah. Where we are just trying to produce a lot of content and diversifying the subjects 
So hopefully we're just going to grab those keywords anyway, even if we're not doing a ton of keyword research. Have you found anything moves the needle in terms of your ranking or is that something that you're tracking within the app stores? Well, picking the best category out of the gate for what your content is about, I think is most important as well as keeping track of the changes that iTunes applies to their categories. So we were aware a couple of years back, about a year and a half ago, that there were a number of categories were deprecated, so to speak. So there's a number of podcasts, if they weren't paying attention to those categories, they were not getting the value anymore. They needed to shift and realign to what the new master list of categories are. And that's a small thing, but if it's not paid attention to, it could really suffer the visibility of a podcast. But you know, doing uh, praise research, people also ask research and be able to get that into the summary and the titles themselves I mean, that's market research right there. That's your crowdsourcing, really what you should be putting in front of your audience. But along with that, there are inherent limitations, podcast optimization. And iTunes has said regularly that the number of reviews don't play into how well you are seen inside of the iTunes store. But we all know that... I don't buy that for a second. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. It's number of reviews and number of recent downloads is what really drives your app store rankings. Absolutely. So part of that is part of your content is solicitation of those reviews, right? So asking regularly and often and without fail to get those reviews, get that endorsement by the community is, is one of the key elements for optimization inside the inside the store. Now, talk to me about the flip side of the coin. When you're thinking about taking the content you record and you're turning it into your blog posts, talk to me about some of the optimization tactics that you apply to make sure that you're getting max value out of your repurposed podcast content. Absolutely. So we know the block and tackle of headlines and obviously meta descriptions and the like, but also schema. Schema's just rolled out for episodes. So what a fantastic thing to be able to actually start throwing at each and every show page is a full schema episode data point of unstructured data along with that. So you can also put inside your schema the person or persons that you're also interviewing. So you can put this micro format, this structured data to be able to tell the engines more and more about that show. So it's not just the content. It was certainly, uh, we write long form on our articles and our show form. So we're trying to hit around 600, 700 words as we describe the show. But it's also flanked by linked resources to the transcript, as well as alternative articles that we're writing about that show. So we'll take a quick take from our guests. They may deep dived into that particular topic. And we're going to grab that topic and spin out an article just about that. And we're also going to embed the player on that article and embed the links cross-linking to the entire show, as well as any other supportive articles. So that there may be, out of one show, like we talked about, two or three articles organically written directly from the subject matter's mouth, so to speak. And also, we're kind of creating a microsite of that show as opposed to one show page. I'm going to ask you a loaded question. <laughs> Does that actually work? It does. Because... And I'll, I'll preface it with, with our podcast content, we've gone and published transcripts. On my other show, we do show notes and quotes. And really, SEO hasn't been a huge driver of growth coming from a podcast for us. We're really seeing most of our audience being driven out of the app store visibility, you know, the podcast app store visibility. Got it. Well, 
I can only say to how we're seeing our content rank regularly is that, again, it's about what you're targeting. We will rank regularly for key concepts that we cover. That's going to be a good deal of headline matching and what have you. But we're also ranking for anything that has to do with the interview of that guest, right? We're bobbing to the top. You can go through a number of our our recent interviews. And as soon as we light that up, we are finding top 10 rankings for interview with John Mueller, interview with Rand Fishman. And that has to do with how we're launching these microsites of relevant content to the show. So we've got video working, we've got audio working, we have content working and also shared socially. It's got all the trappings of relevant information and we're seeing that regularly. Now, again, going into larger lanes of top digital strategy, right? Is that show going to rank? No, but there's a collective movement of what we're talking about. And if it's related to, we can actually cluster different shows together, interlinked shows, and then have that as additional relevant visibility. So we're seeing a lot of really cool things as it comes down to the nuanced niche topics that we're talking about, especially... I think in January of last year, when DMOZ 2 got rolled out, Mm -hmm. we actually had rankings both on our site strategic website as well as Edge for uh, uh, DMOZ 2, (laughs) Moz Authority 2. Uh, Literally, we were right there next to Moz for months as our site content was supporting each other right there. Now, we summarily lost the value and lost the rankings as soon as Search Engine Journal and the other larger magnets of information got in there. But it was pretty exciting because that was really a key concept that had no trappings to J.R. Oaks or anybody over at Moz. It was literally the subject matter du jour and it popped up like a bobber for a while. Well, Aaron, I appreciate you running us through the playbook. We're definitely going to be taking some of the tips and applying them to the voices of search. Let's bring you back tomorrow. I want to talk a little bit more about taking the content that you're repurposing from podcasts and talking about syndication. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Aaron Sparks, president of Site Strategics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Aaron, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Aaron Sparks, E-R-I-N-S-P-A-R-K-S. Or you can visit his company's website, which is sitestrategics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. And if you're interested in listening to the Edge of the Web podcast, you can go to edgeofthewebradio.com. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com. 
where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. <laughs>